Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. The following program is brought to you by your friends at Podcast One. Don't forget to download our new Podcast One app. Let's take a quick break. You know what's one of my favorite things to do post dancing rehearsal? Not gonna lie, it's putting on some sweatpants immediately and having a drink. You all know I love a glass of wine or two, but I also like to switch it up. So lately, Jason and I have been making a little cocktail at night using Rum Haven. Rum Haven believes Mother Nature did things right, so it's crafted using real coconut water and not using artificial preservatives or flavorings. It is so incredibly refreshing. I mentioned I like to add it to a cocktail, but it's also actually great over ice with a splash of club soda. It tastes like I'm on vacation, sitting on an island somewhere far, far away, which is without a doubt a great feeling, especially during these crazy times. So make sure to follow at Rum Haven on Instagram because they post all types of these seasonal recipes. They do giveaways and tips. Plus, when you go to discover.rumhaven.com, you can find their latest blogs, quizzes, and any promotions they have going on. On one of their latest blog posts, they actually have some tips about planning your virtual watch party, which is pretty perfect since everyone's favorite reality show is back on Tuesdays. Be sure to have a little virtual drink with me, sip some rum haven, maybe even while you're listening to the pod. Let me know what you think. Celebrate more for less at HomeSense. More yummy, the best cookware by far. And three cheers for bar. More I love it gifts from chocolate to spa to ooh la la. Home Sense. Cheer is here. Woof. We told you this was happening. We warned you. And and now it's here. It's it's time we go over the uh, top five alcohol-fueled moments in wrestling history. There's plenty of booze-related segments of wrestling, but we're only going over the best this week. And uh, by best, I might mean worst. I, I don't know what we're doing. This is going to be this is going to be a rough episode. Uh, so, with that said, welcome to Top Five, the weekly podcast where we go over assorted topics of wrestling culture and lore. I'm your host, Pro Wrestling Sheets James, James McKenna, 
And with me as always, Mr. Kevin Silva. Kevin, how are you? Oh man, I I just I feel drunk after watching that Crown Jewel. That's what we, I feel like. Spoiler: feel, We are recording this after Crown Jewel, and uh, one's the same. I feel I feel loopy. I never drank before, so is this what it feels like to be drunk? The top five best wrestlers in the world. We're gonna have to retool that list because number one's now Shane. <laughs> he won the um, he won the trophy, and that gives him. Fuck you, Kenny Omega. You're number two now. Shane. Is it, ju- is it just kind of like a, an extra little jab at CM Punk still in 2018? Is it the fact that Jericho might be creating his own federation and they're just like, screw you, Jericho? It j- <sighs> Even if it was, it's like... Just, just to use best in the world. <laughs> Give it to Miz. Give it to anyone who could use it in the storyline. Why? I don't like... Th- I don't like the idea of them kayfabing a Miz injury because uh, he's never been injured, and it bothers me a little bit. I like how he yelled out, I've never been injured. <laughs> yeah, but I've never been injured. I like, here's the thing. I Like, even I, I thought it would be great because they made that stipulation that if someone from SmackDown lost, then they would be fired. And I was really hoping the Miz feigned this injury. And then, like, he gets counted out and then just walks normally to the back being like, yeah, we're all, like, high fives Baron Corbin. And it's like, oh, you son of a bitch. That yeah, that'd great. be great. That would have been great. But instead, uh, just, a little, uh, just a little, like, jab at Daniel Bryan. Just like, you won't get your hands on me here. In. And then they throw out Baron Corbin for no reason. <laughs> it's a, Oh, we're getting very off base with the Crown Jewel stuff. Sorry. it's We watched it and it was bad. It was I'm drunk. Bad. Everything, but you know, Kevin's drunk. I'm not drunk, but this list makes me want to drink again. I am. Hey, you can't. You're soberversary. It's fine. Yeah, it's a happy soberversary, James. We're going over the top five alcohol. <laughs> this list, I feel conflicted because when we say top five moments, it's more of like the top five. It's like K. This is gonna be a lot like the kayfabe crime episode where it boils right, right. to like one of the top five most like weird segments that involved alcohol in WWE's history. Um, and not, well, not even WWE, sorry, wrestling, because there is WCW on this list as well, uh, but only one. But it's near the top of the list, so I love it. Uh, but we might as well just dive in, right? <laughs> let's, let's do it. Let's get let's get hammered. Let's get lit. Jesus. Uh, and we're going to start off with number five, obviously, because that's in top five. You have to start with five. It's a logical choice. Uh, and we're going to Saturday night's main event in 2006. What a fun year, right? <laughs> <laughs> uh, and this one, I was conflicted about this or other ones. And it just, it had to be this just because it was such a weird fucking segment. Uh, and it was a beer drinking contest uh, with Stone Cold Steve Austin and JBL. Naturally. Uh, naturally. There is a giant banquet-esque table in the rope-to-rope table that is in the (laughs) like I've never seen WWE break out a banquet table but for this they fucking had I almost included this strictly for the banquet table yeah I mean the banquet table is like an extra character in the ring yeah they've never had that they've like you would think they would bust it out another time for like oh hey look at the Dudley boys want to do a crazier 3D or they want to do like three teams doing 3D 
No. Even when they do, even when they do like Thanksgivings, like er, like things, like they never bring out that big of a table. Yeah, no banquet table on Saturday night main event. <laughs> uh, it's covered for some odd reason with like a picnic tablecloth, uh, and just pitchers and solo cups filled with beer. Uh, <laughs> fill, far as the eye can see on this table, filled with cups and pitchers of beer. Um. Austin and JBL want to have this drinking contest. They start, and Austin is chugging away. And JBL, the snide character that he is, is just pouring the beer down his shirt that's, like, immediately pooling below him. Like, if you were behind him, you'd be like, he's pissing himself or just pouring the drinks on the ground. But, like, instead of pouring the drinks on the ground, he's just pouring it on his shirt, uh, which is very weird. It was a very weird thing to do during a drinking segment, especially because JBL can actually drink beer. Right, right, right. Like, this is a man famed with the APA. They've established his character can drink a lot. And instead, he was like, I'm just going to pour this down my shirt, which is a very odd visual on TV. Uh, but off of that, Austin obviously catches JBL, uh, that was not drinking beer, and JBL just throws a beer in Austin's face. Austin's at, so Austin takes it like a shotgun to the head, which is great. Uh, yep. JBL hauls ass out of the ring because he's like, ha, I got one over on Stone Cold. Uh, but touche, uh, <laughs> Voldemort comes down, and by Voldemort, <laughs> Chris uh, and Chris Benoit throws JBL back into the ring, uh, in which case Stone Cold Steve Austin proceeds to not hit him, but dump every bit of beer that is on this table onto JBL. Like, no lie, every cup, every pitcher gets thrown in JBL's face. To the extent as well, JBL gets busted open because Stone Cold accidentally hits him square in the eye with a fucking pitcher. <laughs> Which was my favorite thing of this segment, was just like, how the fuck does JBL get color from getting beer thrown in his... He's the only one who could pull that off. I mean, it goes... I mean. It sets precedent for when R-Truth beats the shit out of uh, John Cena with a water bottle. So, <laughs> And then smokes in an arena. <laughs> <laughs> Just smokes right in the arena. Oh, R-Truth, you're a beautiful gem. Just wait for the top five tobacco-related incidents. And <laughs> Number one is R-Truth lighting up in the London O2 arena uh, for no reason other than to blow smoke in John Morrison's face. Perfect. John Cena? John Cena? No, it was Morrison, right? Cena. Are you, are you sure? I'm pretty sure. Uh, maybe it's this, this is this is his feud with Cena. I know, but I thought maybe that was his. Like he broke off with Morrison. I thought that was the start of it, of him being. Mm, like, maybe bad. it was. I don't. Maybe it might have been actually. Well, you know, here. One second, we're finding this out. Our <laughs> truth smoking. <laughs> oh, yeah. Our truth turns heel. Let's see who who do you face? Just tell me who he faced. Yo, yeah, no, no, it was John Morrison. Yeah. Okay. I didn't think I felt like John Morrison had left the company already, but I think that was like right when he was leaving the company. Oh yeah, no, no, but and then they gave our truth his capital punishment push. That's right. <laughs> that fucking pay per view. Um, but yeah. Uh, Austin throws all the beer at JBL, and then he hits a stunner, and then Chris Benoit just smiles a bunch because he's a psychopath. Um, you act like he did something weird. 
<laughs> you act like Chris Benoit has done something weird with his life. Just He's got like- a shady past. <laughs> or or end of his life, whatever. There's nothing insane about this segment. It is a very... <laughs> I, I included it just for how ridiculous it fucking was. Right, there's right, absolutely. Of, there's a lot of alcohol-related segments in WWE or WCW history. Uh, yeah, there's a reason why the Sandman isn't on the list because Sandman just drank beer a bunch, and it's like, okay, that's cool. That's his character. <laughs> like, yeah. That's his character. This one was literally a banquet table filled with beer, uh, and I loved it. It was very dumb. <laughs> I don't know yeah, if the wavelength is me on that one, but like no, oh. no, it's it's just silly. It's a goofy thing. It's a goofy visual. Um, it just played out in a silly manner, and and, and it's I, it's another funny moment from Stone Cold Steve Austin. Yeah, Stone Cold Steve Austin. Plenty of hilarious moments. Uh, this one, the only which is wonderful. I I love thinking back to like Stone Cold's career and like knowing that there's so much comedy. Yeah. That did like people forget how much like comedy Austin had in his repertoire for all of that shit. It was great. Uh, just I mean, we obviously, you know, spoiler alert. There's definitely another Austin thing on here. Everyone knows what it is. You know, whatever. It's not gonna be a surprise when we get to it. Um, but yeah, no, Austin had some great segments. Him and, and the him and Angle segments were top notch. Oh yeah. Perfect. They're, they just worked so well off each other, uh, um, and, and we will absolutely get to both of, of Kurt Angle's comedic later because I have some things to talk about, and we'll talk about uh, Stone Cold, like you said, in just a moment. And then, uh, that brings us to number four, uh, something that's near and dear to my straight-edge heart. I love uh, Sam Punk. He was, he was one of my favorites uh, in his run. And now uh, he's dead. Uh, we're all dead to him. That's, that's basically what it is. Um, and this brings us to the Jericho CM Punk feud, uh, particularly April, uh, and that's uh, April thirteenth, right? I mean, yeah, yeah, April thirteenth. What uh, what year was that? Twenty twelve. Jesus, twenty twelve. Holy crap! Six uh, years ago. Six years. Uh, <laughs> six years. Yeah, April uh, April thirteenth, two thousand twelve. Uh, uh, Raw. Uh, where Jericho gives CM Punk a basket of filled with booze. The, quite, the, quite the present. Jericho's booze-filled basket is my favorite. <laughs> like, it, Aside from Jericho's booze-filled liver. Uh, we, about, like, Jericho, like, this entire storyline was Jericho just being like, I've researched your family, and they're all alcoholics, and you're going to drink too. <laughs> it's very, like, this is, this is kind of dark. Like, Yeah, just, like, know, really, just, like, being like really fucked up. Not like, only it's like, hey, I've stalked your family and everyone's an alcoholic, but like I'm gonna make you an alcoholic, and like you have no choice in this matter. Like you're just this is gonna happen to you. It gets real dark. Uh, you, I mean, we have of course the moments where uh, Jericho taxi and Punk at one point smashing whiskey bottle like a Jack Jack Daniels bottle over his head. Um, the, the favorite and, thing in Jericho's book. Um, Essentially, Jericho mentions that Vince was like, well, we need to fill it with real whiskey. And Jericho was like, that's fucking insane. No. Fill it. <laughs> and Vince was apparently like, but the people in the front row will know it's not whiskey. They will be able to smell it. And Jericho's response is like, who the fuck cares? It's 15 people in the front row. Like, no one. Also, has- also, like, all the people that have been surrounded by, like, 
shit it's supposed to be like just shit like someone like swimming and sh- like like when 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 vicky guerrero was swimming and shit like were they supposed to be like oh we need to have real shit out there so the, the people in the front row could really smell it they need to no. know they need to know what's happening right now uh, fucking dumb <laughs> fucking dummy idiots i love but it with the gift with the gift basket it ultimately gets about ninety percent of it to uh, the of the booze went to uh, Josh Matthews, which I like because CM Punk just plays it off like he's like, "I'm going to keep this one bottle. <laughs> you get the rest of this. You have fun." And I think that's what turned Josh Matthews into a bro. He just got a bunch of Jim Beam and was like, "I'm going to wear a sweater vest now." This is and then, then he just has his travel tattoos that he shows off on Impact Wrestling now. Yes. <laughs> um, which is it's blows my mind still. Josh Matthews Megan, married to Megan Rain, uh, 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 Madison Rain, yeah, Madison Rain, right? Yeah, yeah, one of them. Yeah, which is crazy. You're the, you're the Impact fan. I'm a. I am. I need to get off that whole TNA kick. I keep saying TNA. It's Impact. I need to be better. But along with this scenario, A. Rye, <laughs> Alex Riley of all people. Snitches on Jericho from drinking backstage. Uh, and he just like snitches on the man. He just snitches on like essentially just comes up to Jericho and is like, hey, uh, I, you gave Punk that booze back. Well, but, but, but it's snitching on Punk drinking backstage. That's right. He's like, hey, hey, Jericho, I, Punk, Punk was drinking. You need to go check him out. Punk was drinking. And then fucking Jericho peeping Tom's him, which is just fucking weird. Just like, oh, look at him drinking out of a solo cup. And first of all, uh, and as as a straight edge person myself, I know there's appropriate ways on how to drink alcoholic beverages, and a solo cup with whiskey is not the appropriate way. I feel CM Punk would know the the right way too. Oh, would he? I don't know. I feel like CM Punk is consistently like hardcore music forever, and then plays AFI, and it's <laughs> <laughs> well, it's very- I know that. I know if you get a mule, a Moscow mule from someplace and they don't put it in a copper cup, that place is trash. That's what I know. Hey, okay, you have high standards. <laughs> you have high standards for a sober person. <laughs> for a sober person that's never had that drink? Yeah. Um, I, I think one of my favorite parts about this is, so, like, obviously, uh, they, he sees punk drinking. Jericho at this point is in full clothing. He is fully clothed. <laughs> just like, just all his streetwear. He is in complete streetwear. Um, Jericho needs to snitch on this to John Laurinaitis, uh, Big John, GM. Oh, Big John, Jorlinus. Uh, Jericho needs to power. into wrestling gear to do this. So, like, the next segment is Jericho going to Laurinaitis in just his trunks, being like, fucking punk's drinking. Like Jericho goes, you know how the best way to become believable in this situation? Winnie the Pooh it. I gotta Winnie the Pooh this shit right now. Well, no, no, that's not Winnie the Poohing it. He didn't have a shirt on. It, Winnie oh, he didn't have a shirt on. I thought he, he was had Winnie the Pooh. Shirt on and no pants. That would be Winnie that's the Winnie Pooh. That's Winnie the Pooh. To be fair, I'm Winnie the Poohing it right now. Winnie the Pooh? This is... I'm Winnie the Poohing it right now, just to let you know. I, I, here's the thing. Uh, you're wearing a shirt, and I don't believe you know what winning the pooing means. No, I do. I thought I thought Jericho was wearing a shirt at the time. Sorry. Lies, lies. 
I um, know what Winnie the Pooh is. Well, the best thing about this John Laurinaitis segment as well is so this is at the point is too that like fucking Eve Torres is hanging around him all the time for like no reason. He's just, just it's John Laurinaitis and Eve Torres. Um, glasses. <laughs> glasses, Eve Torres. Um, Jericho's like, well, a drunk guy can't be champion. And John Laurinaitis, because he's fucking idiot, was just like, I, I don't know about that. Eve Torres has to like interject in and be like, actually, John, I've been reading the rule book recently. Eve Torres knew more about the rules than anyone during that mm. show. By the way, cops are cops are in the room with these people the entire time. <laughs> it, it's and a, it, isn't that like so? At that point, they do a field sobriety test, right? With CM Punk. Well, not only not only do they do a field sobriety test, Jericho suggests it because you know the next logical step is being like, "Hey." My coworker's drunk. What if we drag this coworker out in front of everyone <laughs> and make him do a field sobriety test in the ring? And the cops are like, "Yup, sounds like a great idea." This has no ethic ethical issues whatsoever. We should no, nothing, none, none whatsoever. Backstage segment, nothing. Just bring him out to the ring. Um, they go out. Uh, they bring CM Punk out, who acts drunk the entire time, which is great. Um, I think the greatest part about that entire thing is the officer is like, hey, uh, you need to recite the alphabet backwards. And CM Punk goes, Z, wait, can anyone do this? Uh, <laughs> accurate. Accurate. Uh, and then for people who don't remember it, uh, proceeds to act drunk. And they're like, well, this guy's very obviously drunk. And then he's like, give me one more chance. And then he does the alphabet backwards while walking the field sobriety test line and then beats up on Jericho. And everyone's like, oh, he was sobered the entire time. Uh, Just a lot of moving fucking parts for like that payoff. Just like, oh, CM Punk sober. The thing that we thought. Great. (laughs) I mean, this also included like those moments where isn't this where they also had like CM Punk showing footage of him like uh out in pubs like coming out of pubs like like security cam footage it's just like it was so silly and i'm glad that it ended with cm punk just pulling the wool over jericho because i really was worried that uh this is going to take on a scenario of a a similar uh, story that we'll get to at number one later on (laughs) oh boy oh boy how much do i love one One's great. Two and one are two two of my favorite things that we're going to get to talk about ever. Actually, yeah, let's move on from four. I want to get through three because three is one that everyone's going to expect. And then I want to talk about two and one uh, more or less, not super in depth, but I just want to get to them because they're fun. They're just just very dark. They're fun, but they're very dark also because, I mean, the outcomes. But we'll get to it. We'll get to it. Um, And if anything... uh, Number th- so we'll just go into number three. Number three, very simply, uh, March twenty second, nineteen ninety nine. You know it, you love it. It's one of the most replayed clips in WWE history. Uh, Stone Cold drives a beer truck. He's driving a beer truck. Why is he driving a beer truck? Because Stone Cold barters with a Coors truck beer truck driver, uh, and he's essentially like this beer truck driver is like, hey, can I get an autograph? And he's like, hey, I'll do you one better. If I can drive your truck, I'll get you seats. And that's how he gets a beer truck. That guy, <laughs> he does not have a job anymore. 
Coors was like, oh, actually, you know what? He may have raised Coors stock. How many people bought Coors Light after seeing Stone Cold drive a Coors Light truck out? Accurate. Super. So, I mean, that had had to go up. Um. Regardless, uh, Austin drives a truck to the ring, berates Vince McMahon and The Rock, uh, proceeds to grab a beer hose. What? <laughs> how? That's right. I love just the like idea. you would imagine uh, how a how a fire truck works. I love the how idea they have to put out a truck. Like, do all like service trucks have a hose that just shoots whatever's in it out? I mean, I guess it makes sense in a sense, like, because, like, the gas trucks have a similar hose to connect to, like, the uh, gas stations to pump in the gas. I guess that makes sense. Oh, yeah. Um, you know, that's how the places get their beer. They, they plug They in. just pump in the beer. Same thing with milk. Kurt Angle had that milk truck. <laughs> you know, just a hose that fills up with, the, you know, the substance, and then you just shoot you- it into the place that needs it. Are you saying that you've never... Like when you were a child, that that you didn't wait outside with your glass, empty glass, waiting for the the milk truck to come by and just and just fill it up with a hose. Wasn't that, that's how you, that's how things went down in your neighborhood? Southern California lifestyle has hoses <laughs> all um, all passing out of items. <laughs> uh, just fucking insane. Yeah, a beer hose. Why not? Um, proceeds to spray down Vince and the Rock. Uh, fun fact. Beer is apparently the slipperiest liquid of all time. <laughs> Vince and The Rock, uh, they can't stand. Like, they sell beer like someone has coated them in, what's a slippery substance? Oil. But- oil butter. It's like they shot them with oil butter. and then Oil they- butter. He can't stand. What is happening? It- there's not. This isn't anything giant to talk about besides Stone Cold driving a fucking beer truck into an arena, which is still yeah. one of the funniest goddamn visuals. Um, it's great. It's 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 Stone Cold's beer bash. He he, he attacks them with his favorite thing, beer. By the way, and it's fantastic. I always appreciate any unplanned event that someone <laughs> has to logistically raise or lower a piece of the set to do. Like just imagine right. if you are like you are working at your job, and then you asked some like you asked the maintenance crew at your work to be like, "Hey, uh, those front doors, can you remove the front doors? I need to drive a truck in here. <laughs> spray down my boss." Like they had to, they literally had to raise the Monday Night Raw Titantron to drive a truck out, and like I just imagine Stone Cold being like, "Hey, I I bartered with this truck driver, and he gave me his beer truck." I'm going to drive it into the arena. I'm just going to drive it straight in. And the, the guy, right, Steve, that, that doesn't seem like a bad, like a good idea, but I'm with you, buddy. This request is egregious, but I will, <laughs> I will honor it, Steve. And then he did it. <laughs> and then Vince chewed him out because he was like, why the fuck did you raise that? He's like, I don't know. Steve, Steve, Steve paid for my daughter's braces at one time when I needed him. And, uh, I, I felt like I, I owed him something, you know. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, nothing, nothing too crazy. It, it's the beer truck segment. Everyone knows the beer truck segment. If you it's if you don't, if you don't know it, you didn't watch Attitude Era Raw, and you should be and a stop, cop. stop and stop saying that you missed the Attitude Era if that's the case. Yeah, or just stop saying that in general. It wasn't yeah? That- just don't say, don't say it. it's really bad. Like the most of the like ninety percent of the Attitude Era is 
pretty bad. Most of the matches were Val Venus versus Brian Christopher. Don't a lot don't, of that. A lot of that happening. Yeah, having a wad for it. You, there's some good stuff, but there's a lot of bad stuff. Lots um, of bad things. Not enough of the great stuff, which was S.A. Rio. S.A. Rio is great moonsault. Goddamn right. Alicia Fox, best Northern Light suplex in the game. S.A. Rios, best moonsault. That moonsault was golden. Um, <laughs> okay. This brings yeah. us to the uh, the, the uh, top of the charts almost. Number two. By number two. Number two does not have a date. Does not have a date. There's a there's a bunch of it's a fucking storyline, but just imagine imagine you have a drinking problem. You at home, you at home, Kevin, whoever, you have a drinking problem, uh, and then imagine the powers that be should that decided that you should keep doing your job per normal, but you should pretend to be drunk all the time. Like you had a drinking problem outside of work, but your bosses were like, "Hey, to do your job." <laughs> You should pretend to be drunk all the time. Hell, if you want, you should be. You should drink. Just at be drunk. Work. Just be, be drunk. Just be drunk at work. Die right of it. Daniel Day Lewis, that shit. Let's go. In 1998, this is what WCW did to Scott Hall. Oh my god! And if you've seen Scott Hall, I don't know at all over the past 20 years, um, you know how bad that got. Very bad. It's crazy. It's so how it's crazy how dark this became like because obviously he had an issue they exploited that issue and it just continued going on into his normal life and it, it, it goes out to where he was wrestling events drunk on the indies before you know ddp very well it may have saved his life quite possibly and you know kudos to everyone and everything with that now scott hall still lives he gets to put creepy comments on instagram all the fucking time now it's Dude. fine <laughs> It's lots, lots of creepy comments, lots of, lots of uh, naked ladies on his Thug Instagram feed. Real razors thirst, real thing. It's a real affliction. Anyway, anytime I see a person putting a bunch of like real weird comments on ladies and <laughs> uh I call that the razors thirst. Uh, and it's- anyway, if he's got to, if he's got to drown his sorrows in, in one thing, I'm glad it's not alcohol anymore. See, there we go. Gotta give him that. Um, but yeah, in 1998, <laughs> if there's a thing I'm going to point you to, it's Fall Brawl 1998 for WCW. Uh, he Scott Hall has a match against Conan where he comes out, and he's already pretty lit, which is great. Uh, but there's a point in the match, and it's one of my favorite moves in w, uh, w wrestling history, uh, where Scott Hall gets Conan in an abdominal stretch near the ropes, and Virgil's holding Scott's drink. And Scott just goes, Virgil, Virgil, and he waves him over. And then he hands him his glass, and Scott Hall has a drink while he's giving him the abdominal stretch. And everyone's like, what are they doing? Vincent. Vincent. Oh, Vincent. No, it's Virgil. Fuck it. If I get to bring... Always the whipping boy, sadly. If I get to bring up uh, Sir Virgil for the second time in this podcast, I'm going to do it. Um, yeah, there's a Nitro where Scott Hall pukes on Bischoff when he's like, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> and then he gets back in the ring and is like, I won. Everything's great. Uh, <laughs> yeah, no, it's you know, both of these. You know, Number two, number one. Number one, if it's not obvious, A, because we said it last episode, uh, <laughs> and B, uh, because it's the only other thing I can think of that kind of copies this. 
where it's like, hey, if you have a problem in real life, like I know they say uh, the best gimmicks is your own personality, like turned up to 11. That's not if your personality is an alcoholic. That's that's no. not what they meant. That's no. like, oh, he's loud and he's Irish. Okay, cool. Like that's that's a thing you can live off of. That's fine. That's Seamus. Perfect. Good. You have, <laughs> you have a gimmick. If your if your lifestyle is I can pound beers, that should de- generally not be your gimmick. Turn right. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. Did do you have any filler on this one? I'm very. Last call, Scott Hall is a very. It's just dark as hell. It, is, it just it makes me feel not good. <laughs> um, what what they really you know contributed to with with Scott Hall's drinking problem? I. It, it's a dark, dark scenario, and it gets darker in number one. So, I mean, we can we can continue. Number one gets darker <laughs> somehow, some way. It gets darker. I I personally love it. Number one, it makes me so happy. But uh, before we get to number one, we got we got some uh, we got some uh, you know things to say about honorable mentions, right? Got any honorable mentions for you? Do you have any? I only have one. I do. It was one that I was gonna put on this list, <laughs> and then I had to, I had to think, uh, and I only wanted to put the CM Punk Chris Jericho one, uh, but CM Punk and JBL had a shot contest at one point, uh, and then like JBL challenged CM, uh, CM Punk. JBL was like, "I can beat you in anything," and CM Punk was like, "Name it, I'll beat you." And JBL <sighs> a shot taking contest. So he just brings out whiskey. And then CM Punk obviously throws a whiskey into JBL's face. Right. Uh, but see, JBL sells it like he was shot with a shotgun. <laughs> and it's, it's the greatest sell. Like, liquid just got thrown in his face, and he sold it like he got murdered. Uh, and it was Gotta, gotta sell it, brother. You gotta, gotta sell it. Uh, but that's my honorable mention. Nothing too crazy. Mine, mine isn't too crazy either, but it is a momentous occasion. For any young Olympian's life, um, when uh, the APA is celebrating with with uh, with Angle on the backstage, Angle just beat Stone Cold on Raw, and they're like, "Hey, hey, we brought you some beers to celebrate, man!" And he's like, "Oh, I've, I've never drank beer, guys. Oh, come on, you can have one." And then they convince Kurt Angle to try beer, and his reaction is. Hey, this is pretty good. When did they start making this? And it's great. It's a great little moment. Jericho has his first sip of beer. I mean, not Jericho. Angle has his first sip of beer. It's, it's a lovely little moment. It's a great segment. Uh, and then APA. So we get to blame APA for like 2012. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, that falls on their head. Yeah. Uh, just... Uh, this is a. I didn't. What's funny is we wrote it, uh, and I was like, "Oh yeah." I didn't think this episode would be as dark as it is, but it's a dark episode. I one hundred percent knew it was gonna be dark. It's a dark as hell episode. I, I didn't think it was gonna be as dark as it is, but yeah, it's pretty dark. Whatever. The way the way that the way that wrestling handles any situation usually is in a bad way, as we just saw in, on the Crown Jewel, um, but. Uh, I mean, 2018. It's just, it's just alcoholism. Be like, hey, you're you drink, right? 
let's 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 put that let's put that in the storyline. Hey, you guys are married. Let's have you guys making out with other people than yourself than you, you <laughs> each other. That yeah. won't hurt your relationship, right? No, no, not at all. John Cena make out with Eve Torres right now. Everything's cool. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh man. Let's get to number one because number one, oh, it's a doozy. It is a fucking doozy. Um, actually, I forget the year. I think this was 1998 as well. I'm almost positive it was 1998. I didn't grab the exact date of the episode. It's a Monday Night Raw. Um, LOD to the LOD. Uh, at a certain point, they're, they're coming at a uh, crossroads. Uh, they recruited Draws. Draws was part of the mix. So it's Animal Hawk and Draws. Draws. Uh, and essentially, uh, Hawk was just getting very worried that Draws was trying to take his place. Now, Hawk, in real life, was an alcoholic and a pill popper. Horrible. Big time. Real, real upsetting stuff. Real upsetting stuff. Um, they also made that part of his gimmick. Again, is, again. Why, oh. why do this? It's uh, like it's, it's heartbreaking to think about this song. Yeah. Um, you, we get to a particular raw. LOD is having a match, and by LOD, I mean Animal and Draws. I think they're facing. Uh, they're facing the Brood. They're facing the Brood. Um, Hawk out of nowhere comes out in street clothes. And starts climbing the Titan Tron. Uh, Animal notices this, and then they walk out. They get counted out, obviously, because they're like, okay, our drunk friend is climbing the Titan Tron. Uh, Hawk gets up to the top and is essentially being like, I'm drunk and I hate all of you, and I'm going to die right now. Fuck you. Yeah. Jesus Christ. It's so, so insane. It's just one of the most insane moments that. We're gonna have this guy that's depressed and drunk and just wanting to jump off the Titan Tron. Yeah. Great storyline. Great storyline. Jesus. Uh Animal and Draws are just like, come on, man. It can be better. It's all cool. Paul Ellering comes out for whatever reason, uh, and is like, My kids still call you uncle, which it's kind of weird to think that by when he's like, My kids still call you uncle, that's Rachel Ellering. Like we know the kids now. Right. It's yeah, that's crazy. That's wow. Yeah, I didn't even think about that. At this point, it's just like Jesus Christ. How old have we gotten? Why is this a thing? Uh, but they're they're all talking to Hawk, and Hawk's finding reason a little bit. And then Draws is like, "Don't worry, I'll defuse the situation." Draws, the guy who was in storyline, started this entire thing. Uh, Draws starts climbing up the Titan Tron. At the best of everyone, like no one asked him to do this, and a hawk is like, "Keep this motherfucker away from me!" Like, yeah, out of anyone to send up, don't send him. Like, send up other people. I'm fine without draws coming up. Uh, draws comes up, and Hawk's like, "Don't touch me!" And Draws's reaction was like, "Oh, okay." And then he pushes him off the Titan Tron. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that, I. In rewatching this clip, I don't think like this is gonna sound bad. I haven't laughed this fucking hard in a while watching a WWE clip because it's very like just imagine being like a storyline being like okay, uh, and then the the potential suicide victim climbs up to the top, threatening to jump, and then we send a guy up after him, and then he pushes him off, <laughs> and it's very apparent that he does it. It's so. Ugh. 
Uh, it's it's at number one because of how ridiculous how this whole thing is, insane. how tone deaf it all is, and how absurd it all is. By no means is this number one because it was a good idea. Just this is number one because this is a this tragedy. If they did this now and there's a person being like, I'm going to kill myself, and then a wrestler they're feuding with being like, I'll help. <laughs> or- yeah, what, like, what the <laughs> fuck, dude? Uh it's uh it's it's that's this is why I said I knew that this is gonna be a dark And then episode. It was darker. Uh Animal and Hawk did not approve of the uh, the storyline and then they quit and then Hawk died like a few months later. Yeah, he died of a heart attack and it was yep. just like Man, that's uh real upsetting. It was it was the drink that killed him. Uh, I was trying yeah, to make this uh, outfire joke. Uh <laughs> Yeah, no, no, no. I don't think that's that's. He was an alcoholic. No, he was hit by a Guinness truck. Oh, (sighs) yeah. I this segment. You're saying it's very dark. I found it funny. This is. It's dark for the outcomes of what happens in their lives after these segments. Scott Hall, Hawk. It's just these are dark moments. I mean, it's uh. What we're talking I mean, about Jericho, Jericho got himself a cruise. Like that's hey, bad. look at that. Look at that. I'm assuming <clears throat> that's a dry cruise. And then <laughs> No. Hey. No, but yeah, that's number one. Road Warrior Hawk falling off the Titan Tron. Uh, <laughs> fucking crazy. As Draws pushes him off. Draw and and look at Draws now. I <laughs> Can I? Can I look at Draws now? I mean, he's paralyzed, but... That's right. Shit. Did, did you forget Draws was paralyzed? I really did. Also, things I love, um, speaking of Draws being paralyzed, uh, <laughs> in a wonderful oh, segue... Oh, fuck, man! Uh, in a wonderful segue from that, uh, Joy Janela's uh, LA Confidential uh, happening in a week, I think, in two weeks. Two uh, weeks. But- all ego Ethan Page versus D'Lo Brown. D'Lo Brown's back. I love it. I'll be there. Oh, will you? Very nice. I'm going to have myself a, either a bowl of ramen right next door or a slice of pizza across the street. Maybe a donut from Donut Friend and then just mosey on over to uh, the uh, LA Confidential. Hey, you know everything about this area. Dude, York York is booming. There's uh, The Hi-Hat is a cool venue. Um, it's right next to some some good uh, food places. Lovely. I, I think there's a maybe going to be. I think that might be uh, the night that uh, John Cena vegan uh, burrito stop stop is across the street. It's a place called Cena Vegan, uh, and it's it's on the corner of a spot that's uh, Don's Auto Repair. So it's Don Cena. It's great. I love it's it. Great. And his name is Don Cena. And with that, that is our list. We've done it. We have done our list. We did it, guys. With how dark we were. I'm sorry. Next one, we need a happier episode. What do we want to do next week? Um, I mean... Top five WWE birthdays. Birthday! (laughs) We'll figure it out. We'll do it. If anyone has any fun suggestions, we need a... Yeah, give us a fun thing. Give us something nice and... This just came about from James being like, oh, we're going to do an alcohol one. I was like, I'm coming up on a year sober. We should do an alcohol episode. 
Hey, and it worked out. <laughs> it worked out. Uh, but yeah, no, uh, Kevin, if people want to talk to you, if people want to talk to you about, you know, going to ramen or donut or pizza, uh, how do they find you online? Please, please do find me at Kevin Gets Rad on Instagram, Twitter, cross platform. Um, let's go get a slice of pizza at Town Pizza uh, before LA Confidential or get a donut at Donut Friend. They have all the donuts that are named after bands like Bacon 182 and the Java Breaker Donut and the uh, Jets to Basil. <laughs> so, oh, yeah. Um, yeah uh, hit me up, folks. And uh, James, where can people find you not to talk about those things? Oh, where can people find me up? They can hit me up at Chill Hartman uh, online. Uh, just cross-platform. Just type it in the Google machine. Uh, talk to me about Crown Jewel and how how funny Brock Lesnar winning the title was. Because I laughed looking, a whole bunch. Looking gassed out of his mind. Just just so... It's so good. So red. I fucking love it. I live for Brock Lesnar winning the title for no reason again. No reason. My life. Uh, but yeah. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Hopefully, we'll have a funner episode next time. Maybe we'll make it darker. Who knows? <laughs> Top five yes. Survivor Series deaths. Uh, oh, God. <laughs> people who died in November. Uh, nope, no. nope, 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 nope. <laughs> All right. We're, let's, let's, uh, candy, uh, top five matches with candy canes. I don't care. Something oh. happy. Do you think there's been five matches with candy canes? Thousand percent yes. Thousand percent yes. Hey, if we can find them, if we can fucking find them, <laughs> you find me five quality candy cane matches or five candy cane matches at all, we will do that list. That will be a Christmas special. I'm so excited. Uh, uh, but regardless, uh, for myself and also for Kevin, we bid you adieu. Have a wonderful evening, everyone. Au revoir. Au revoir. People notice a healthy smile, but maybe you have tooth sensitivity, bleeding gums, or acid-weakened enamel. Sensodyne, Paradontax, and Pronamel are trusted specialty toothpastes created to help improve your oral health. For tooth sensitivity, choose Sensodyne. Bleeding gums, get Paradontax. For acid-weakened enamel, Pronamel is the toothpaste for you. Sensodyne, Paradontax, and Pronamel. Trusted specialty toothpastes to help bring home your healthy smile. Visit Ibotta to earn cash back. I have been fed, that's a fact. I have been fed, that's a fact. My credit card purchases get me cash back. My credit card purchases get me cash back. No one else gets these rewards. Sergeant, that is just plain untrue. What in tarnation? Sir, PenFed's PowerCash Rewards Card isn't just for military members. Anyone can get cash back on all purchases. Ah, friggins! You've ruined my favorite song. PenFed Credit Union. Visit penfed.org slash powercash. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed, insured by NCUA. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan, crusted chicken, or garlic, butter, shrimp, scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. 